little bit. Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. If you got it, say, mm-hmm. It says, that night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons. My gosh. You thought Latins had big families. And crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. Somebody say left alone. And it says, a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled. Somebody say wrestled. wrestled. Somebody say wrestled. wrestled. And it says he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. And the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Father, we're overcomers, but Lord, let us wrestle. In Jesus' name, we all said, before you're seated, shake your neighbor's hand and tell them, let's get ready to rumble. Then you may be seated. Raise your hand if you've ever heard of these names. Have you ever heard of John Cena? Okay. Have you ever heard of The Undertaker? Oh. How about The Rock? And all the ladies, hey. Have you ever heard of Stone Cold Steve Austin? How about, how about taking, this, this is really what I know, Andre the Giants? Or do I have any Hulkamaniacs? Hulk Hogan? A few, few of you had no idea. I was like, wow. Have you ever heard of Chris Perry? Edward Ruth? Or how about, oh, I know, Nick Gwiazowski? Okay. Jordan Burroughs? Nobody? Really? Wow. So you've never heard of the 2014 National 174-pound national champion, Chris Perry? I mean, what about Edward Ruth, 184 pounds? Everybody saw that match, right? Or, ah, uh, Nick Gryazowski. It's probably related to Mike Wazowski. I mean, <laughs> Jordan Burroughs, he's the gold medal winner for 2012. Uh, Olympics, you have to have seen that, no? So, basically, when I said, how many have heard of these other names? Now, you guys know, when it comes to wrestling, a lot of us call it fake. It's not real wrestling. When I said these fake wrestlers' names, everybody knew them, but when I said the real wrestlers' names, nobody knew them. See, because you know entertainers, but you don't know real wrestlers. Jordan Burroughs, he won the gold medal for the USA. You would think that he would be the one, yeah, Jordan Burroughs, but no, The Rock, hey. See, we know entertainers, but we don't know wrestlers. See, I want to make sure this morning that you know the difference between your Christianity of entertainment and the real wrestling of Christianity. There's a difference. 
that we don't put up the facade of what it is to come in and just go through the motions. But my friend, we really understand that there is a wrestling competition that's going on right now. Some of you right now, currently, you're wrestling. As I'm preaching, you're wrestling. You're wrestling with the fact that, man, why am I even here at this church? Man, if they really knew what was going on, oh, my gosh. I think uh, I saw it this, this morning, which uh, uh, I think, Mo, isn't it your anniversary? Or how many years? 19 years. Today's is that. Come on, give the Lord a hand for that. 19 years. I'm sure in 19 years you've had a few wrestling matches. For those of you that you've been saved, very couples know what wrestling is. Sometimes, and, and the worst ones, is not even physical. It's mental. Like, oh, it gets me. And even here within the church, it's the same thing. The wrestling that we deal with is not what has to do with the physical, where, man, I'm going to tell her off. I'm going to tell him off. No, it's the spiritual. Before you tell her off, can you tell yourself off? Can you turn yourself off? Can you do that? Right now, he's wrestling right now. Don't worry about him. See, here this morning, I want to make sure that you and I understand you're wrestling. Tell your neighbor, you're wrestling. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But then it says, it doesn't say, so you don't wrestle at all. It says, no, we just don't wrestle against flesh and blood. However, you still do wrestle, but it's just not against what you think. It's just not against who you think. Just that alone right there. Some of you should make the altar call just for that right there. Because it's not against who you think. But it says against the principalities, the powers, against the rulers of this darkness, the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And listen to me, I don't have time to really get into it. But if you want to go against the, these spiritual wickedness in high places, you need to learn how to get low. I'll leave it right there, and you take that for what it is. Listen, here this morning, you and I have to understand, we are in a wrestling match each and every day when we wake up. Some of you, when you wake up in the morning, you wrestle with the fact with, man, should I even go to work today? Oh, I don't want to go to work. Just that's a wrestling match. Let alone when you have your family, and then your mom calls, and then your uncle calls, and then your kids come in, and then all of a sudden this, and you get phone calls. Your kids come, Dad, I need $1,000, and you're like, well, wait a second. That's why I left you on your own. Get out of here. Go make your own money. Like, ah! All these things that we wrestle with each and every day. So here this morning, I want to kind of use that, if you will, when it comes to the wrestling. Somebody say Wrestling. Look at your neighbor and ask them, are you a wrestler? We're going to find out right now. Now, wrestling prepares a person to compete in the game of life. The wrestler is one athlete that must meet their opponent and do battle completely on their own. No one can substitute and timeouts are not possible. You have no one to check, screen, or even block you or assist you in any way. When it comes to the sport of wrestling, there is no one to pass the ball and no one to blame for your mistakes. When you win, you must display quiet pride and modesty. But when you lose, the responsibility is all yours. Wrestling is a, is a, is a very special sport. See, in other sports, when contact is made, 
They blow the whistle and they stop the action. But in wrestling, when contact is made, you just started. You just begun. See, when it comes to other ways, when it comes to other happenings, when it comes to other people's perspective, when they make contact, they think, okay, time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold on, I need to get things right. But when it comes to the Christian perspective and the Christian understanding that you and I need to realize that, man, when contact is made, that's when your character is being made. The wrestling. See, there might be another sport that requires there, there might not be another sport that requires more sacrifice and discipline than when it comes to wrestling. The individual through self-denial offers more of their character than can be ever explained. It's something you carry with you throughout your life and through the very trial, test, and tribulation. Wrestling, I believe, truly teaches us about skills and values. And I say that because here this morning, I want to use that when it comes to wrestling. And when I looked at this portion of Scripture of, of why did Jacob wrestle? Why couldn't he have done a Peter thing and walked on water and Jesus or, or God or an angel would have been there? Why couldn't he have gone off a high horse like Paul? Why, couldn't, why, why did it have to be the fact that Jacob had to wrestle? Could have done anything else. But for some reason, Jacob wrestled. Now look at this. After Jacob was done wrestling... His name changed. My prayer here today is that when after some of you are done wrestling, your name is going to change. You're not going to have the same jacket that you used to have. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, that, she used to always be like this. She was always like, oh, I remember him. He always, man, he'll always mess up. But today, when you realize that, hey, I am not wrestling against you, but I'm wrestling against these things that are in high places. And when I'm done wrestling, you're going to see me differently. You're going to see me differently. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise for that. The first thing is that wrestling takes sacrifice and commitment. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is true worship. See, God calls each of us that have joined his team to be living sacrifices. Now, what does this really mean? Uh, now, if you get the time and opportunity, you can go on our podcast, and I break down this whole living sacrifice of Romans chapter 12, verse 1, and we talk about it. And within a quick synopsis, if you will, that sacrifice really means to give up your authority for God's authority, give up your way for his way, so that way he, so that way he can clean you from the inside out. That's what being a living sacrifice is really all about but my friend it's very important because whenever we talk about that word sacrifice we think about killing killing and sacrifice has a lot to do with death so here this morning some of you you gotta kill that flesh in order to be alive see the irony of that see how that everything everything in the kingdom of god is flipped upside down like you want to be first be last you want to be the top be the bottom you want to live go sacrifice Everything is the opposite. See, we think, I got to make it happen. No, you ain't got to make nothing happen. You just got to grab a hold of the one who already made it happen. See how it, it, it's flipped? It's a little bit different. So that's why I believe when it comes to wrestling, you and I must understand what it is to be a living sacrifice. See, many people that begin this sport of wrestling really have no idea about all the sacrifices that it must take in order to be a wrestler. Somebody say, a wrestler. But one of the biggest sacrifices uh, that a wrestler makes is that they have to learn what it is to make a certain weight. 
Anybody ever wrestled before, like in school, in high school? or anything? Okay, a few of you. Okay, or how about boxers? Any boxers? Okay, so you guys understand that the coach will tell you at certain times, hey, 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 don't forget tomorrow you need to make weight. You have to make weight. In other words, you can't just go and do and eat whatever you want. You have to make weight. See, this takes both sacrifice and commitment in order to achieve this certain weight. Being careful as to what they put in their bodies as a large sacrifice. No more cake. No more pie. No more ice cream. Some of you right now are like, I am not a wrestler. See, the reason why these wrestlers don't eat it, it's not because they don't like it. It's because they understand that if I eat that, it's going to slow me down. It's going to slow me down. See, in the same way in the spirit, some of us need to realize that what you feed your soul can slow you down. It can slow you down. And if you are going to be a true wrestler of Christ, then my friend, some of the things that you feed yourself, some of the movies you watch, some of the music you listen to. Now listen, I'm not here to do a musical debate, but if you want to, I can. I've studied music. I've studied it for years. I can sit down with you. We can talk about it. We can go over about it. And I can tell you why I don't do this, but I can't tell you don't do it because you don't have my conviction. But however, I will tell you that there is some music, you just like, I, I'd be very careful with it. I would just be very careful with it. Why? Not because it's harmful to your soul that you think but it's harmful to the soul that slows you down it make it just kind of weighs you down and, and you can feel it too like if if i were to play some music right now some of you like I, I was i was at the stoplight the other day and this guy was just totally just going for it i mean just going for it what they call like this headbangers you know music now it's not my cup of tea that's just not my thing but this guy was going for it. I like, he was going for it so much, I was trying to find my phone to videotape him so I would show you guys. Like, <laughs> right, But this guy was like, if I were to play it right now, some of you guys right away, oh, oh, oh my God, it just hurts me. The funny thing about it is that even though in the natural right away I were to play that music, so, oh, you cover your ears. But some of you, some of the music you listen to, you need to cover your heart. Because it's weighing you down. So because when you understand that, that's why you don't go and say, oh, you shouldn't do that. Well, what about what you're doing? What about what you're watching? What about what you're going after? See, you and I must understand, to be a true wrestler of commitment and sacrifice, you got to watch what you eat. Tell your neighbor, watch what you eat. See, these things help determine our soul's health. The wrestler sacrifices their body to extreme sessions of training in practice and out of practice, running miles upon miles outside of practice time, avoiding the daily temptations of eating unhealthy, reviewing matches, and keeping our regular hours of rest. Listen, my friend, it's very important. We come to church here because it's a part of our routine to make sure that I become the wrestler that I'm called to be. I don't come to church just because, well, I want to show up and let everybody see that I'm here. No, I have, I have a, a, a daily, weekly routine that I need to be a part of. Matter of fact, one of the most famous, uh, famous Bible scriptures and prayer says, give us this day our, I got to do it every day. I, I just have to. Maybe you don't, but I do. I have to do it. When I wake up in the morning, okay, I can say, okay, God, this day, it's your day. Not my day, not about me, but it's about you. 
And I, I just got, I have a routine. I, I have to do that. It has to be a part of my daily regimen. Because if not, what can happen is I start eating unhealthy. Because my natural body, my natural mind is gravitated towards the unhealthy eating. Yesterday, my son, he was, uh, he came home. And right away, uh, when he came home, he had an ice cream. Now, how do I know? I didn't see him eat it. It was on his lips. So it was on his lips. So I looked and I go, Elijah, did you have an ice cream? <laughs> I could see it. It's, it's on your lips. And he goes, you got me. <laughs> it's funny like that. An hour goes by. Starts knocking on our door. Mom? Dad? What, Elijah? Have an ice cream? No, you can't. Five minutes later, mom, dad, and I'm an I no, you can, five minutes later, mom, finally open the door, no, I say that because all of us have a kid inside of us that naturally wants to gravitate towards things that we know we cannot have, you know you can't have it, but Pastor, please, pastor, please, 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 stop. It's, uh, it's not that I'm trying to keep you away from the treat. I'm trying to keep you away from unhealthiness. It's not good for your soul. It's not that you can never have it. It's just it's not good for your soul. You got to be very careful what you put inside of you, that you got to make sure you eat healthy. Why? Because you and I, we're wrestling, and we're doing this together, and I don't want to see you on the mat, and then all of a sudden, the, the, the enemy, he tries to come, and he takes you out, and five minutes later, you're like, I'm done. No, my friend, you got to eat healthy. We're in this thing together, and we are enduring this good fight together. I need you. You need me. Let's do this together. Come on, if you believe that give the lord a hand of praise see each sunday we gather together this is our practice every sunday this is our routine of coming together and eating healthy we come here and we get knowledge wisdom and even encouragement to places within our life our coach jesus christ demands us to work hard and it was never said that christianity was going to be easy it was never said that that christianity was going to be easy. So I want to make sure that it's very clear. Listen, there's a banquet in Christianity, but Christianity was never meant to be a picnic. I want to make sure that we understand that. Because a lot of times, why am I going through this? Why am I feeling like that? You're wrestling. How come I feel like it? Because you're wrestling. How come I don't? Because you're wrestling. See, if we believe that we can show up to practice each week and go on about our, our lives and not really thinking much more about our walk with Jesus and still excel, then my friend, we're wrong. Excelling comes through pain. You, you know what I have found? This is what I have found. The good thing about pain is that it lets you know that you're still alive. That's what I found about pain. I don't like it. It hurts. But if I pinch my... Okay, at least I'm alive. At least I'm breathing. I'd, ra I'd rather take that pain than not have a heartbeat. I'll, I'll, I'll take that pain. I'll, I'll endure it. See, our commitment isn't just to show up and go through the motions. It's to live out and apply within all that we do. The truth is that it is hard, and we are to stay determined and committed, not just to ourselves, but to our team. And that leads me to my second point, is that wrestling takes a team. Wrestling 
takes a team. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. Some of you, this is your favorite scripture. Some of you, this is your most hated scripture. But it's a great scripture. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron. We'll just make the altar call right now. Father, right now. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. This very verse speaks about how we live our lives. See, some of you, you want that person removed. But know this. If that person is removed, you'll never get sharp. You'll never get sharp. Most people believe that the sport of wrestling as simply an individual sport, but I want you to know something. Wrestling is much more than that. In order for us to get the most out of our team, it takes each and every individual. Their motivation and presence is highly important. Listen, have you ever tried wrestling by yourself? Like, it doesn't work. Just doesn't work. That's why when you see people in the gym, they call it sparring. I need you. We need each other. You make me stronger. You make me better. I may not like it at times. It may not feel good, but I need you. See, when we come to church, it's very important to understand we need each other. Sometimes we may not get along with each other, but get along has nothing to do with need along. I still need you. We need each other. Look at the person next to you. Tell them, I need you. Now tell somebody else. Tell them this. Say, you need me. See, listen. Christians need other Christians in order to grow sharper and excel within our walk with Christ. Now, I've heard this a, a, a billion times, and I'm sure you probably have as well. My relationship with Jesus, it's personal. It's personal. No, 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 brother. It's personal, brother. No, no, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you because it's, it's between me and him. It's me and him. I want, I want you to know something. Lone Rangers are good for TV shows, not for Christians. It's good for TV shows, but it's not good for Christians. See, you and I, we need each other. We wrestle, and sometimes I need you to help me when it comes to certain areas. I'm wrestling with an area in my life that maybe you have gotten better at, so help me spar. Let's talk about this. Let's work on it. Show me that skill. Show me that trick. How do I do? How did I move? Okay, I move around this way. I get this way. No, move your hand. Get it this way. No, get it around his neck. Get it. Move the leg. Oh, man, I never saw it like that. Thank you. I need you. Tell the person next to you one more time. Tell them, I need you. See, just like wrestling is an individual sport, but what about those brothers and sisters on our team that can deepen and strengthen our rela your relationship with Christ? See, church, we need each other to help us stay sharp and focused in our Christian walk. The greatest influence comes from those we even call close friends. Little teams of people who help us try again when we fail, encourage us when we're discouraged, lighten our load when it gets too heavy, and gives us strength against the evil forces and temptation that we all face. 
My friend, we need each other. We need some encouragement. How many need some encouragement here today? Come on, how many need some encouragement today? All right. Well, I'm going to give you some encouragement right now. I want you to tell the person next to you. Now, I've been doing this all, all morning. There's a reason why. But see, some of you, whenever I do that, I go, tell the person next to you. You go, hey, man, praise the Lord. All right. <laughs> look at the person next to you and tell them, man, I'm glad you're here, and man, you look good. <laughs> See, I know some of you hesitated right there. You Father, <laughs> oh, I don't want to lie in church. I don't want to lie in church. I don't want to lie. But it's okay. That's why it's called sparring. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it till it come, becomes a part of your routine where you just start encouraging people and you start believing in people. See, it just starts becoming a part of... See, that's why it's very difficult many times that men... Now, I don't know for women, but for men, it's very difficult for one man to tell another man, hey, I love you. You know, that's, that's actually pretty hard. You, you just don't go around telling, hey, man, love you, dude. <laughs> because honestly, we didn't grow up with that routine. Our routine was... Hey, you better not let that dude punk you. That's our routine. That's how we grew up. Now, women might be a little bit different, but for men, it's very difficult. Now, I have learned, and you know what? I learned this from my father. He would tell guys all the time, hey, brother, love you. Uh, and it's funny because I can tell when I tell that to certain guys, like I could tell the ones that it's not in their routine because I go, hey, hey, I love you, bro. And they, oh. Like? I go, what? what do I do? <laughs> he loved me. Ah! But for me, it's a part of my routine now. It's just, I do. And I already know me. I'm not going to say it if I don't mean it. So that's me. That's my routine. I know that's not yours, but I've been sparring with people that have learned to love the unlovable. Bring hope to the hopeless. I, I've been sparring with those kind of people. So because of that, I have a team around me that, hey, we love you. We, we really want to see you do good. And when we say we're going to help you, we really want to help you. Because, you know, sometimes you have those people that are like, hey, call me. I'm going to help you. But I know the guys and the women are, that are around me, when we say, hey, we're going to help you, guess what? We're going to help you. It's a part of our routine. It's a part of the sparring. Why? Because we're in this together. I want to see you make it. You need me. I need you. And together, we're going to see this thing won for the honor and glory of God. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise for that. Listen, I know that life is a very, very tough match. I know this because just like you're fighting, I'm fighting too. Many of us, within times within our lives, we feel like pinning ourselves to the mat and walking off the mat because it gets hard and we get worn down. I've told myself that I've taken enough of a beat down and even can't take it anymore. Have you ever told yourself that? Like, man, I'm done. I'm tired. I, I, I can't make this anymore. I don't want to get up off the mat. You ever wrestled so hard before? I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you ever wrestled so hard before that when the match is over, you're just like, I don't even care who won. I'm done. I'm done. You're just spent. You ever just been spent? Like, ah. I never want to do this again. 
There's a clip in a movie that I saw, and when I saw it, I said, man, that is a powerful, powerful statement because it kind of sounds like Scripture. Even though it's not, sounded like Scripture. And when I saw it, I go, man, you know what? I wonder if anybody really has ever seen this, but if not, I think you need to hear it. Let me show you this little clip from this movie called Rocky. You know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. What, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only gonna end up bad for you, and it's gonna end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. That's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm gonna be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't gonna believe this. But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Mm. It's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit. And keep going. Which brings me to my last point. That wrestling takes endurance. It takes endurance. James chapter 1 verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. There's a story of a wrestler. And it's one of my favorite stories because it's about a scrawny kid from West Texas who attended a small high school. They didn't have a wrestling program, but he read a book on wrestling and asked one of the assistant football coaches if he would enter him in some of the wrestling matches in that region. The coach agreed to help the kid. This little guy was neither strong nor was he really skillful, but he had one enduring quality. 
he refused to give up. He won every single wrestling match because he tenaciously held on to his opponents and all he did was wear them down. By the end of the season, he was undefeated and made it to the state finals in his weight classification. The kid's opponent was a two-time state champ and a bona fide college prospect. At the, as the scrawny kid faced the state champion, the guy made a, quipple, a couple of quick moves and soon had the West Texas kid on his back and he was about to get pinned. The coach knew that his athlete was about to lose and he couldn't bear to watch it. So he turned his head away. Suddenly, the coach heard the roar of the crowd, and when he turned around, the kid was on top of the state champ, pinning him, and he won the match. The little kid bounced across the mat, and he hugged the coach, and he said, Coach, I won! Coach, I won! The coach said, Well, sure, son, uh, but honestly, I, I missed it. I turned away just before you were about to lose. What happened? The kid said, Coach, the guy was good. He had me twisted like a pretzel on the mat. But you know me, Coach. I never quit. I refused to give up. So I opened my eyes, and there in front of my face was a big toe. I don't even know if it's against the rules or not, but I bit into that big toe with all my strength. And Coach, it's amazing what you can do when you bite your own toe. <laughs> it's the perfect picture of endurance. See, some of you think that you got to outmaneuver your opponent. You got to outskill the enemy. When, my friend, you need to know something, greater is he that is already in you. He's already inside of you. He's already given you the victory. He's already given you the understanding. He's already given you the championship. But, my friend, it's got to come out of you. And if you got to bite the you, then bite the you. Don't try. It's his fault. It's her fault. No, in you. The winning is inside of you. This is a perfect picture. The ability to hang on when it will be a whole lot easier to let go. See, many people are blessed with certain attributes, but endurance jumps to the forefront in any success or for any success in any endeavor. Endurance is the key that keeps us from giving up and letting go. Endurance, the power of going on in spite of difficulty difficulties keep on keeping on hanging in there never quitting the synonyms are determination perseverance tenacity plotting stamina and i like this one backbone when endurance is used in the bible it means to abide under to bear up courageously to tarry or to wait listen some of you here this morning you got to Wait just a little bit longer. Just a little. I look at. I, I know it hurts. I, uh, I can, but just wait just a little bit longer. 
Some of you right now, your, your backbone is getting a little bit stronger. Your legs are getting just a little bit stronger. Your knees, your prayer life is getting a little bit stronger. I know some of you right now, man, man but I've been praying for, for 10 minutes. I've been praying for an hour. I'm not seeing any results, my friend. You're getting just a little bit stronger. You may not see the results in the physical, but my friend, in the supernatural, there is something happening. There's an endurance quality that is happening within your heart, that is happening within your life, that when all of a sudden you feel like giving up something inside the testing of your faith starts producing perseverance Whew, that gets me excited that gets me so excited because that's one of the qualities that I can honestly say that that's one of the reasons why I am where I am today not because I was skillful but because I just kept enduring when everyone else quit that's it I just kept going when everyone else quit because I've learned, I've learned it's not about skill. Now, have I developed skill? Sure. But I know it's not about skill. It's about the endurance. Can you keep going? Just a little further. Can you keep going? Just a little longer. Can you keep pushing? Just a little more. Just, just a little bit. I, I know it's an uphill battle, but my friend, that's how you know you're on the road to success because it's an uphill battle. You're, you're, you're going somewhere. If, if you were cruising, there's only one way to cruise. Go downhill. This is going down. But my friend, if you're, oh, man, this is hurting. Good. Man, I don't know why I'm feeling this. Good. Just, just keep going just a little bit longer. I know it feels a little bit hard, but my friend, just a little bit longer. Tell your neighbor, just a little bit longer. My friend, are you close to quitting? Are you tired of even living for Christ? But well, my friend, I want you to know something. Just hang in there. Somebody once said what lies before us and what lies behind us is as tiny matter of what lies within us. My friend, there is so much more that is inside of you than what's around you. My friend, you need to know something. You may be pinned, but don't quit yet. I know you feel like giving up, but don't stop yet. I know you feel like throwing in the towel, but the moment you throw in the towel, that's what the team is for. We're going to pick it right back up give it right back to you and say hey i'm here with you we can do this together i know listen we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but let's wrestle together let's pray together let's encourage each other let's bless each other let's see each other make it we are on this road to success together somebody say we're in this together see endurance maintains the stamina needed to see the end and embrace the prize so wrestle another round, rise another time, and above all, like the scrawny kid from Texas, don't let go. Don't let go. Listen, my friend, tough matches are temporary, but tough wrestlers are forever. The match that you're going through right now is just a temporary feeling. I know it may hurt a little bit. I know it gets a little difficult, makes you feel like giving up. But we don't go by the testing of our feelings. We go by the testing of our faith. So it's your faith that's being tested. Listen, my friend, now is not the time to quit. Now, now, now is not the time to, to give up. I know it gets a little difficult, but my friend, pain lets you know, hey, you're still alive. You're still breathing. You're, you're going to make it. And, and what I love about our church is that we want to make sure that you're going to make it because we're in this together. Can I hear an amen? 
Can I hear an amen? Listen, we're in this together. And my prayer is that every Sunday when I come here, I see other fellow wrestlers. Oh, man, look, he's got his wrestling suit on. Oh, man, she's got a wrestling suit. We're wrestling together. We're in this thing together. Man, you could tell when there's a successful wrestler. Why? Because whenever you're done and you got the victory, what do wrestlers do? Lift their hands. Lift their hands. We made it. We did it. That's why every Sunday when we have worship and we have praise, we don't lift our hands because the, the, the guy behind the microphone said, lift your hands. All right, I'm going to lift my hands. Some of you, when you say lift your hands, you're like, man, is there a gun behind me? Oh, my gosh. See, that was your routine. See that? That was your routine. That's how you used to. Lift your hands. Oh, man. But now, all of a sudden, lift your hands. I got the victor living in me. I got the victory. I got the power. I got the glory. I I know that God has called me. So whenever you lift your hands, it's because there's a victory. Not because anybody told you, but because I've been going through it, and I've been wrestling. And I know that I've been wrestling, but I did not quit. I'm hanging in there. I didn't throw in the towel. All of a sudden, there's something that's rising up inside of me, and I'm ready to praise. I'm ready to give him the glory. I'm ready to claim the victory. My friend, I'm not fighting for victory. I'm fighting from victory. I have the victory. Come on, if you got to give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, stand with me and give the Lord a hand of praise. Tell your neighbor, you got the victory. Come on, tell him you got the victory. Jacob, when he was done wrestling, his whole life changed. His whole life changed. Now what I love, I don't have time to really get into it, but because of his life changing and his name changing, there became the birth of a nation. I thank God for that. Some of you right now, you're going through some birthing pains. Why am I feeling like this? Why is this happening? But women know a whole lot more than men do. That even though it's painful on the inside, when the fruit comes, what a beautiful child. What a beautiful, beautiful creation. Some of you right now, in the spirit, you got some birth pains. Why am I feeling like this? Why? I just want to give up. I'm throwing the towel. Don't let go. We're in due season. You're going to reap a harvest. You're going to see it. I know you may not see it right now. I I know you may not feel it right now. Keep going, my friend. Listen to me. For those of you that you come on Sundays, and Sundays you're just getting into that routine, keep coming. Keep coming. I know your heart and your mind says, man, I want to come on Thursdays, but it's difficult. My job. Listen, it's okay. Get a routine. Just get a routine. Don't lose Sundays. Keep Sundays holy. Keep them holy. It's it's important. Listen to me. It's important. Sundays are important to your spiritual health. Block it out. Don't listen. Don't let work or money dictate your soul's destination. Don't do that. Keep it separate. God, I want to, and I know it's a wrestling. I know it's a wrestle. Like, oh, but what? Man, my job. Just listen. Keep your routine. It's important. It's important that we come together. I need you. You need me. We're in this together. Look, I can't have the victory by myself. You can't have the victory by yourself. We need it together. We're in this together. Are you guys ready to wrestle together? You ready to do this together, Heart of the Bay? Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise.
Lift your hands with me. Hallelujah. Some of you right now, maybe this might have been you feeling like it. Saying, man, I, I have been having that moment. Or maybe you haven't felt like giving up, but you have been wrestling and you don't know why. You've been feeling like, man, I just got to push this person away. God's saying, no, that's your sparring partner. You got to spar together. You got to do this together. Or maybe some of you, you have felt like giving up. You felt like throwing in the towel. I can't make it. I can't do it. Some of you, you need to know something. God is inside of you and greater is he that is in you than he that is at your job. He that is with the, uh, that is speaking from your family. He that is speaking from the enemy. He that is speaking from the money. He that is speaking from anywhere else. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if that's you here this morning and you say, listen, I, I want to grab that towel. I want to get back in the fight. God has called me to be a wrestler. I need to get my skills together. I need to prepare myself. I got to get ready. If that's you here this morning, I want you to slip out of your seat. Come to this altar and let's begin to pray together. Let's believe together. Let's know that God has called us together.